Today, we have the Managing Director of Sebenza Engineering Project. Mr. Temba, how are you, sir? No, I'm fine, I'm fine. Thanks, Tom. How are you? Yeah, I'm very, very fine, sir. Good. Um, so, I'm sure a lot of people just know Sebenza by the name or they see it on the tracks and stuff, but they don't know the man behind Sebenza. Um, yeah. If you could brief us a bit, who is Temba Lejahe? Uh, Temba Lejahe is a shy guy uh, but a very fun loving guy uh, he is uh, a hard worker uh, a father a partner and a friend to many you know that's Temal Jaffe that's Temal Jaffe yeah and were you born here in Velkom? yes I was born here in Velkom in a Stoppenheimer hospital which is now RH Machabe yeah um, yeah but a long time ago and I was like growing up because we, we want to know you like yeah, personally. Yeah. Yeah. I was like growing up. <laughs> <laughs> no, life it was so nice when growing up in Volcom. Uh, I enjoyed it so much. Um, I I loved going to school. Yeah, Back then, school. I loved going to school. I loved uh, playing sports. I loved going to parties on the weekends, so life was good. Yeah, yeah. So what was your favorite sport? <laughs> I used to play a lot of sports. I played rugby, I played cricket, I played soccer, I played tennis, but the favorite was cricket. Oh, the favorite was cricket. Uh, cricket was the favorite. And that's what, the reason was that because I used to uh, play for provincial. For provincial? So, yeah. yeah. How so, did that go? <laughs> no, it was, it was good. I enjoyed it. it I'm sure a lot of people just see you as this prominent businessman and yeah. you just told us that you come from cars just like uh -huh. us and the rest of us. So we wanted to know what motivates you, what keeps you going every day? Every day, I mean, uh, what keeps me motivated is seeing a change in people's lives because I'm impacting on people's lives every day. So seeing that uh, motivates me and that's the drive that makes me wake up in the morning because where Sebenza is now has been a dream for, for many years for me, you know. So now where we are now, uh, I just have this drive just to wake up, make a difference, do this, do that, and I can see the results, you see. Yeah, you can see the results. Uh, and is Sebenza doing any charity work? Yeah, Sevenza does a lot of charity work. Uh, everywhere we work, we do charity work. We identify a charity uh, organization and then uh, we sponsor it. Last year, we did a lot of food hampers. Um, we did the previous year, we did um, uh, school kids with the Rock FM actually. Yes. We did school kids uh, uh, donation of school shoes. Uh, to primary schools, yeah. So we, we do quite a bit for yeah. charity. Yeah. yeah, and I'm sure uh, people really, really appreciate that. So no, it goes a long way. You know what? Uh, especially when I when we did the thing with the rock. Yeah. Uh, I, I took it lightly, very lightly, when we started. You yes. see, uh, I took it very lightly. Uh, 
And uh, when I saw the faces of those kids receiving those school shoes, you know, kids that really needed it, yes. I, I was really touched, to be honest, and I saw that it was a big thing. Yeah, because yeah. It, it, it's very unfortunate that um, we have a lot of companies, mm -hmm. but we don't see a lot of them doing charity work. And mm -hmm. we know we come from very poor backgrounds. So yeah. What can you say to other businessmen who are like, I'm not saying you are a billionaire, but you are trying, you are doing all your best. So what can you say to other businessmen to motivate them to do a lot of charity? Uh, uh, look, you see, I think it's in phases as an entrepreneur or businessman. But what I can tell most businessmen is that uh, when you give to your community, you know, it comes back to you. you know, when you give to your community, it comes back in many ways, many forms. Uh, your company becomes part of that community. People identify themselves with Sabenza and that community. So you, they mustn't be selfish in thinking. Uh, they must just do and it will come back yeah, in many forms. And before we, 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 we talk about Sabenza a bit, mm -hmm. um, I want us to talk about the small businesses, especially in our neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. um, we've seen that a lot of people have businesses, but not many businesses go as legit and not many of them succeed that much and from your perspective what do you think are the causes for that because i can tell you right now from my own experience there are about 100 businesses in my location alone but only like two or three it's like a real legit businesses so from your perspective what is it that we are doing wrong look you see it's a, it's a difficult, it's a good question and it's quite complex. Yeah. You need to respect what you're doing, you know. Uh, business, you have to respect it, you know. Uh, you have to do things right. And you know what's right in your heart and you know what's wrong. So when you take shortcuts in anything, uh, it comes back. You know, and that's why most businesses are not succeeding. Uh, an entrepreneur in, in his own right, as a characteristic, um, is a very resilient person. You know, uh, that person must be willing to withstand so many challenges that are coming from a business. So you get tested there as much as possible. So where we're doing it wrong as entrepreneurs, number one, we give up. We give up early. Two, uh, we take shortcuts. You know, you, you want to gain this thing, but you cheat someone, you know, then you ask yourself why you're not successful at the end of the day. But if you do things right, the right way, you're supposed to do a job, you do it correctly, you finish it, you don't make money, you just break even, it's more than enough because at least you've got the experience. So our people want to have this instant gratification whereby you are a millionaire now or a billionaire just like that but it takes time you know there's no success that happens within a day it takes real uh, a long time yeah because you've also mentioned that we tend to give up because uh, yeah. and uh, I, I, i've done a bit of my research uh, when it comes to local businessmen and businesswomen and a lot of them i don't know how you see them a lot of them they feel like the government is not helping them enough when it comes to making sure their businesses go legit, making sure their businesses 
oh. are successful. So what's your take on that? Uh, look, I don't want us to blame the government. Yes. However, the government is doing as much as possible that we can do. You know? Entrepreneurs in their own right are fighters. You know? They need to fight for their lives. So, uh, if you're an entrepreneur, you mustn't wait for someone to come and help you. You must help yourself. Uh, I always tell people that you shouldn't wait for funding. You must start your business. You know, When you wait for funding, you are delaying your dream. So you go out and you, you do, it can be however small, it can be however stupid, but you must do it. You must start, you must do it. Start small. If you want to have a chicken farm, start with selling eggs. You understand? And then you go from there. Then you will know what true business is and it will be sustainable. But uh, if you're going to wait for funding for a chicken farm, but you've never sold eggs, it's not going to work. Yeah, because mm. mentioning chicken farming, mm. there are a lot of people who are in farming. Okay. Um, they, are, they, are, they are not like maybe... Uh, a random business guy, uh, a street vendor maybe, and they feel like for them to get started with their business, they need a bit of capital, whether they like it or not, because when you look at things like farming, you need machinery, you need the crops, yeah. you need people to help you and stuff, and that's where their concerns come from, and that's how they feel like they are not being assisted enough when it comes to funding and stuff like that, but we do understand what you are trying to say. So but let's, let's just on that on its own. Let's just elaborate a bit. Yes. Yes, you are a businessman. You've got a farm. For me, that whole process is wrong. Yes. Yeah. You were supposed to, um, if you want a farm one day, go and volunteer at a farm. Work in a farm. Work under a, a farm manager or a farmer, and learn as much as possible. By the time you get a farm, maybe from the municipality or whatever, you are already good to go. You know the industry. You know what to do. You know where to go. You know where to borrow money. You know what to do. And that's how I started Sebenza. That's how I started. I just didn't start and say, no, I'm going to do waste management. I went you know, there for a long time. I learned the ropes. I learned where to go, what to do. Where to get stuff and then by the time i started it was easier for me okay because yeah. <coughs> mentioning that like you you need to work before you can just say like i want to yeah, be a businessman i want to do uh, one two three and i want to do one two three and it's kind of information that is not out there yeah like, like just be honest it's not yeah. information that is not out there so what do you think can be done so that like a lot of information is is out there because yeah. i i know there are a lot of people who can work at the farm today, we can volunteer at the farm today, but they somehow have an idea that, okay, I can be a farmer, I can start, start off and be a farmer. Like, do you think the information is enough out there to, to enlighten people? The information is not enough, to be honest. Yeah. But also you must ask yourself, what are the reasons, you know? When you go out and have a business or become an entrepreneur, it's a calling from the heart, you know? Uh, and you need to listen to yourself, you see? So, uh, if you're going to be a farmer for the sake of uh, farmers have money, you want to be like them, you want to have money, uh, you're going to fall short, you're going to be frustrated. You all know, you think uh, someone is bewitching you. You understand? 
But, yes. uh, but if you have a passion for farming mm. and you love farming, you know, you can go to a farmer and work there for free, volunteer, learn how soil works, learn the crops, learn animal feed, learn so many things. By the time you open your farm, you know what is the best soil, where to farm, what, which season, when to harvest, all of those things. Very important. Yeah, 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 we hear you, and mm. that's why we are doing this kind of interview so that we can yeah. get as much information out there yes. as, as possible. Mm. So let's talk about your baby, yes. Benza, Benza mm. Engineering Project. Yes. Um, how, how did it come about? Yeah, so Benza Engineering Projects came about. We were working in Pretoria at some point, and uh, we were actually putting high mast lights, street lights, you see the street lights? Yes. In a location, Sushangube, and uh, when we were working, it was just too dirty in the street. Mm. So we were supposed to trench um, with a TLB and put a cable. And then uh, obviously after that, uh, soil fill top soil and then put the cable, light the street lights. But we couldn't, it was just too dirty. There was just a lot of dirt in that street and in the area itself so how i got into it was that i then got a street councillor or the councillor in that area to say man can we clean up the streets can you help me uh, with some people that can help volunteer clean the streets so we got plastic bags we clean the streets we put the rubbish in the, in the van and then we went to the landfill side to drop it. But after that, I remember it was at about five or six at night, after finishing that job, uh, my heart was so fulfilled. I just felt, mm. this is it. Yeah, this, is this is the thing to do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So how long has it been running? It's been running now uh, six years now. Six years. Yeah, six, running six years. Six years. So and, uh, and and I guess you faced a lot of challenges. Yes, <laughs> too many. Okay, I'm facing challenges today. Can you give us like maybe mm. two challenges that you like you thought like okay these ones they almost ended me. And yeah. How did you deal with them? Because yeah. a lot of people start businesses then you start encountering problems and yeah. you are like ah I'm fine with it I don't want anything to do with it. So yeah. Can you please tell us? Maybe two challenges. Two challenges. Yeah, maybe the yeah. ones that you almost thought that, okay, I'm out. I'm yeah. Out. And how did you deal with them? Yeah. One of the challenges uh, in the area I was working with were a, a political problem. Mm. You know, and, uh, you know, in, in fairness and in honesty to me, I, I was not, I didn't have any experience, you know, in politics. Mm. And uh, I'm a businessman, I just do business, you see. So what happened is that we ended up losing uh, that contract mm. completely, but we didn't lose it from working. We were still working and our work was perfect, I was on point, you know. But we lost it politically, you know. Uh, you know, there were factions and uh, unfortunately we were just caught up in the wrong faction at the wrong time. <laughs> and uh, we didn't know about it. You see, so that we lost that contract, so we nearly lost the whole business. But what helped me 
what helped me there was that uh, um, I was resilient. Yes. You know, I didn't give up. You know, I come this far. There was no way I was going to give up. You know, I remember at some point I told my workers or my employees that look, uh, guys, we've got a problem. I'm going to have to lay you off for at least two months, and I'm going to come in alone to this office and work alone just to get everything right. Mm. Uh, and you know what? They agreed. You know, uh, because they could see how genuine and how bad it was. Mm. I couldn't even afford to pay the salaries. Oh. You know, that's how bad it was. So they agreed. They said, no, let's give you your space. Mm. Uh, and when things are right, uh, we'll, we'll call you. And within a month and a half, things came back. Things just like that. Just like that. And uh, we were back. I managed to call them back and say, guys, let's go and work. Yeah. yeah, and I will never forget that challenge. It, uh, it was one of the biggest it challenges. Was one of the yeah. And, and, and speaking of politics, now, huh. um, what's the relationship between politics and private business? Because yeah. a lot of people in the private business, or maybe, or let me rephrase it, huh. ordinary people, they think there's some war between politics and private business. Yeah. Um, are you guys friends or are you foes? Yeah. Look, uh, Unfortunately, with a business like ours, mm. fortunately or unfortunately, we serve the community, you know. So our business uh, uh, serves the community. The community, you know, uh, they can see a difference from a business like ours. So automatically, automatically, that is the, 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 the politician space mm. because they are in charge, they are ward councillors, the mayors, the um, all of these uh, political appointees, you see. Yes. So we are part of them because we are serving their community. So where it beat me, I didn't realize that no, uh, this is their space and this is their turf. Uh, I need to make sure that I understand that no, this is their turf. The territory is it's their territory. So something like someone's ward, you know, uh, as a ward councillor. I should know, you know, that ward councillor that look, we're coming to clean in that area and uh, this is what we're going to do. So, so that the things are, are fine. But I wouldn't say we are enemies. We are, we are good friends. Yeah, but uh, sometimes enemies? Not really. <laughs> it just depends. We just need to know yeah, where, you know, I do this, they do that, you know, and, mm. uh, you know, that's how it's supposed to work, you know. Mm. Yeah. And you, you've also mentioned that you do the waste management. Yeah. I'm sure there are a lot of people who don't know what this waste management yeah. is. And can you please like mm. briefly tell us maybe a bit what is what is what is it that Sebenza does, maybe on a daily basis? What yeah. is it that you do? Yeah, so we've got four pillars yes. in our office and in our company. So under waste management. So we've got refuse removal. Refuse removal is the waste trucks that we are deploying to the different towns, different cities to pick up refuse from the houses, okay? And then we dispose it at the landfill. Then we have illegal dumping, whereby there's be, there'll be legal dumping in the location or wherever, yes. and then we will come and clean that. Then we've got landfill management. 
whereby we manage the landfill where all that waste is coming in for the whole city. Uh, it needs to be managed. There's a science, there's a particular science and engineering behind it. Mm. It's just not a ah, dump there. No, no, no. So which means there is science behind it because yeah, yeah. So, a, a, an ordinary person like me, when I see maybe a sedenza truck, maybe yeah. I just think maybe they take this waste and maybe they just dump it somewhere yeah. and they come back and they... Which means there is science behind yeah, it. Yeah, there's a big science. You see, the problem, uh, and which is what I would love to teach people about, if I had the chance, you know, uh, waste or matakala, rubbish. People take it as ah, matakala, rubbish, yeah. you know? But uh, you will respect it when it's a problem. Mm. When matakala are not being picked up, that's when you're That's when you give matakala respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's a problem. <laughs> it's a problem. Yes, yes, so, yes. so what we want to do and what we want to try and teach people, mm. given with platforms like yours, is that we need to respect matakala. You know, uh, we want to come to a point whereby we've got different types of beans. We start recycling from homes. Mm. A truck comes, a different truck will come and collect plastics, different truck comes and collect general waste, different truck comes and collect glass, you know, yes. and we recycle, you know. So we want to get to that point, like first of all countries, a lot of countries in Europe are doing that. Mm. Uh, we want to get to that point. And the only way we can get to that point is if we respect. Uh, this problem, which is massacre. Yeah. Yeah. The ones that you don't respect, you know. Yeah. And a lot of and people who need an education, I guess, when it comes to recycling. Yeah. Especially in our own communities, is something that we don't really take. How important is it, recycling? Very, very, very important. I mean, the recycling now, I will tell you now for the next ten years. And it's 2021 now. Yes. 2031, you must remind me, or I will remind you. Uh, recycling will be the biggest business, you know, in the country. How did you establish that? Uh, through trends yeah. and through seeing where is the world going. Looking at other countries, looking at what they're doing, uh, and looking what is the leverage coming from recycling. You know, people make desks make computers, make phones, make clothes from recyclable materials. So that material, if you already, already have it here, you understand, uh, and it gives you money, you know, so it just shows that this is going to be the biggest, uh, biggest, biggest industry in the next 10 years. And we as Sebenza are going to be championing it. Yes. Yeah, because we're already in that game, mm. and uh, we want to make sure that we, you know, we bring our community together on that recycling platform yeah. and make business with that. Um, and uh, consider, uh, considering um, uh, recycling, are you planning on doing the workshops, maybe? Uh, no, we haven't thought of workshops. We haven't thought of workshops. We haven't thought of workshops, but, but, sure, yeah. but eventually. Yeah. We will, we will do it. We'll have to do it, especially uh, in the township. Yeah, yeah, uh, it will really help us a lot. Yeah, uh, just to teach people and also going to schools as well, you know, uh, um, and taking out that uh, stereotype of matakala. 
you know? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So, in case people didn't know, mm. we are from we are in Velcom right now. Mm. And how many branches does Sevenza have? Sevenza has got two branches. Yes. Yeah. So, so one here in Velcom and another in uh, Johannesburg. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we are mostly uh, very busy here uh, in the Free State. Yes. We are working in Paris, we are working in Kronstadt, and we are working in Valcom. Mm. So, uh, and in Valcom is much of as a whole. Mm. So, we are quite busy, mm. um, and we are growing by the day, you know, uh, uh, and I'm happy to be part of it and uh, to lead this team, you know, uh, and mm. see my brainchild, you know, yes. grow like this, you know, it could only be God and uh, really, you know, I'm really in awe of that. Yes, because mm. I am sure like people know when they look at you, Yeah. maybe we can't say they know you personally, but they know your drugs, they know the mm. work that you do. And when you look at our communities, most of them, they are filled with this waste. Yeah. Um, what is it that the community can do mm. to help maybe your companies like yours yeah. so that this can be a bit managed? Because yeah. if you go to townships, mm. what's happening right now is not managed, it's not managed anymore. Yeah. There are drugs, maybe sometimes the government drugs come, sometimes we, especially in Belkom, we know the Seveza drugs, they do come, but the waste is still not mm. managed. So what is it that the community can do to help companies like Seveza yeah. development? Yeah. Look, uh, a lot actually, you know, uh, the community can do a lot. Uh, it's a problem, mm. you know, because it's hazardous. You know, when the waste is not picked up, it starts smelling, uh, then you get rats, mm. uh, dogs, you know, it becomes a problem. Um, so the community can really help us uh, with legal dumping. Mm. Uh, I understand, obviously. They will say that there is legal dumping because the trucks are not coming. So we just dump it at the corner. But if they can somehow keep their waste uh, for a certain period, let's say one week or two weeks maximum, um, and make sure that the truck comes, when the truck comes, put it in the, in the truck. Uh, and not dump in the area where they stay because that creates a serious problem for the kids that are playing in the street and for our communities. Yes, because I'm asking you this because mm -hmm. I've seen that it's almost as if we have gotten used to to dumping. Mm -hmm. Even when the drugs do come, maybe mm -hmm. we know they will come on Wednesday or maybe we know they will come on Friday, mm -hmm. but we have that tendency to, 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 to dump. So I, it's something that we really need to... We really need to look at proper, proper attention. Yeah, but from our side, I will tell you now that uh, we are also working as much as possible because at the moment, uh, we, 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 okay, the, we work hand-in-hand hand with the municipality. Yes. So, we municipality doesn't have enough people. There's not enough people to work on that job at the back of those trucks. Yeah and putting the waste. But what the municipality has done, um, they have actually gone out and they're busy shortlisting. They've actually uh, uh, gotten CVs of people that they're going to hire as general workers yes. and they're shortlisting. So I don't think by next year this problem will have it because 
there will be enough trucks and then there will also be enough people for, for, the, for the community to yeah. be served. Yeah, which will be a very good thing for, for the environment as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Sedenza, yeah. out of all the names in the world, yeah. you chose Sedenza. Yeah. Why Sedenza specifically? Uh, I like work. I mean, you know, uh, I'm a workaholic. Yeah. But uh, in all honesty, I didn't choose the name. Uh, my friend chose it. Oh. My friend chose it and said, "No, man, uh, Sabenza. You know, because uh, he, you know, knows my character. Mm. I like working, and then also, uh, he, he saw it fit. You know, it's a black name, mm. and it means work. So, you know, it just fits in nicely with what we want to do." Yes. Yeah. Okay. And for people who are only starting businesses right now, uh, how do we build a solid customer base? Uh, because solid customer base is all about you need to be genuine. Yes. Yeah. Let's not try and uh, you see you have a problem with entrepreneurs or people that are in business or want to be in business. They want to be rich now or make a quick buck. You know. Uh, you need to be honest with your customer, you know. That person is paying your school fees or paying your for yourself, whatever you can be doing. Um, so you don't need to cheat them. Mm. So the cheating part, you know, uh, is bad. We need to look at that. You know, if someone gives you uh, an opportunity to quote them, our entrepreneurs or our businessmen will go for the highest price. <laughs> But, but but if I interject you right on that because yeah. a lot of people can say we've learned cheating from big businesses. Uh, oh. Well, they can. Yeah. Okay, fine. But you can't. They, they they can do it. Yes. They are big. Yes. Right yes. Uh, but eventually they will feel it as well because there will be someone else that's big that undercuts their prices. You see? Yeah. But when now as a person that's starting. You can't just make 200% profit mm. on the first quotation. Yes. You need to start somewhere, you need to start properly, you need to gain the trust. As long as the client can trust you. Trust me, uh, when you have a problem, you can always go to the client and say, look, can I please increase it because, because of one, two, three, whatever. But you have to gain the trust. And that's how you build a, a solid customer base but by cheating them trust me you're making them run out so but when it comes to I, i'll stick to cheating a bit mm -hmm. when it comes to cheating um do you think that mentors uh -huh. maybe i can say someone like you yeah who runs a big business yeah do you think mentors are are good do you think they are doing a good job or they are they are they are, they are, they are what they are, they are telling people to to cheat maybe it's, it's, it's business this is how it's done you need to cheat, you need to... Do you think the mentors are doing the good job or...? No, look, the mentee, it's up to him to find a mentor. Yes. It's not the mentor's job to find the mentee. But I would say mentors are doing a good job mm. because they've, they've gone through it. You know, uh, they have the experience, they know the ups and downs. Mm. So it's only fair for them to direct you or advise you properly to say no don't cheat because when you cheat that person will find out you know you sell uh, this usb uh, you know for 1500 
and then your client one day finds out no but this thing is actually going to run uh, you understand that's, that's how you use your business you see so but if you are selling if this thing was 20 rands and you sell it for 30 rand your client because it's you will always still buy it from for 30 rand from you you know yeah because speaking from like in, in general mm -hmm. do you think like there's a wrong stereotype around business because yeah. that's what people do yeah you can come to selling snacks or Selling trucks. Yeah, it's what people do from yeah. from like do you think that the business is yeah It's a wrong stereotype. Yeah, even in tender business. Yes uh, And unfortunately unfortunately our business is in the tenders because we're selling the community That's a public domain and uh, means we have to do the tenders. So yes, there is a wrong perception about cheating yes. You want to go for the highest price yeah. uh, and rip the municipality or the client of mm. but uh, at the end of the day you know you short live your company mm. your company doesn't become sustainable but if you're fair and if you're right you understand your company will be sustainable you'll be able to sustain it for years to come and leave a legacy you know okay because <laughs> when you look at when someone looks at your company like Sendenza <laughs> Sendenza is a very well I don't think you know how popular your, your, your brand is, especially. Yeah, it's very, it's very, it's very, 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 very popular. Um, how do you make sure that people know it, especially when it comes to marketing? How do you market your business? You know, uh, that's a good question. I would say maybe one of the biggest marketers for us was uh, the trucks themselves. You see, yes. uh, the trucks. Uh, you know, we branded the trucks, and then uh, they marketed us. Nicely, that was one of the biggest uh, marketing uh, tool yes. that we used. But we also have a marketing company that we use uh, that's on social media that uh, pushes our brand on social media. Mm. And then we also have a website as well, uh, which we update every month on things that we're doing and that we've done. So I think that's what keeps us busy. And then we've also done several things with The Rock, and we've also done several things with newspaper in Valcom and a magazine so maybe those things are the things that uh, kept the brand pumping yeah but looking at the projections then mm -hmm. which method do you think is the most impactful because when it comes to social media or uh, maybe the branding on the trucks uh, or maybe going on uh, doing the charity which, which which method do you think okay this one actually works whenever we put this one off something happens uh, it's a difficult one. Look, for a company like ours, which is a, a community-based company, um, I think the trucks, the trucks work for us. I then, but I'm also speaking not as a marketing graduate. I'm just speaking from my own perspective. Yes, yes. Uh, I think the trucks. Why? Because the trucks, even though um, a person might not. No, but when they see the truck coming in and say, hey, Sebenza truck is there, automatically they assume or they know that, okay, I must take out my, 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 my rubbish or my refuse. Yes. So that has helped us a lot in terms of the branding positioning. Mm. So it's good, but I think we want to market it more going forward. 
um, and get it more out there, you know, and more community based. Wanna interact with the community yeah. more, so that they know you are not the enemies. You are here. We are here to help, to help them. Yes, people are looking at your drugs and stuff. these guys say they are letting us die and yeah. all this waste and stuff. Exactly. Um, and if you look at the industry that you are in, the waste management. Mm. Um, if you had a chance to change something about this industry, what is it that you would change? Mm. I would change people's mindset, number one. Uh, and I'm talking about the community and the country as a whole. Yes. Uh, the respect that they have towards waste. You know, people need to change that. You, know, you need to respect it. You know, um, and I also change uh, the mindset of people looking down upon uh, refuse mm. collectors, the people working at the behind those trucks. Mm. You know, uh, there's this thing, ah, I'm talking my papa. Yeah, ah, you know, uh, we need to respect uh, everyone's hustle. You know, those people are trying to make a living mm. for their families, but they get so much disrespect from communities and other people. You know, mm. so I would really want to change that. You know? Yeah. So, but when it comes to the business side, the technical stuff, yeah, is there anything you would like the industry to do better or to improve on? Yes, there's a lot, uh, and uh, we are involved as well there. Uh, we want to go forward uh, in the next coming years you know, to have uh, our own plant. Oh, wow. uh, our own plant having waste to energy, creating mm. energy from the waste that has been created by the municipality or the houses uh, so that we can take it and then we burn it and then from that energy we sell it off uh, to the country. You know? So we want to be in that space uh, in the next future, in the next year few years okay yeah yeah and looking at your career um <laughs> you are <laughs> i'll say that you are still a bit young yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know, yeah. you are not as old yeah. um if you you reflect it you know, at your career yeah. if you had a chance to start everything over what is it that would you do you would do different yeah uh nothing much so i'll keep it the same Oh. Yeah, I'll keep it the same because for some reason I was focused. I was focused on this dream and uh, I never lost that focus. So I don't think I'll change anything. Uh, and you know, you get amazed when things come together. Yes. Yeah, and they came together for me. And uh, I'm grateful for that. So I'd really not change much. I would probably maybe in high school stop. Uh, playing around and concentrate more on uh, my books. Yeah, then, you know. Yeah. Yeah, because I was gonna get to that. I yeah. was gonna ask you like, if you had a chance to to to, to speak to a twelve-year-old temple yeah. what is it that you would say to that young boy? Yeah. Yeah. That young boy, I'll tell him that you know what, uh, uh, your life has a purpose. Yes. Tell the young temple, look, your life has a purpose. Don't mess it up. Yes. You know, with small. And stupid things, you see. Um, do your best and don't have fear, mm. you know, because I had fear in many things while growing up. But now, as a businessman, I have no fear. Mm. You know, I, I feel that I can do anything that I've set my mind to. Yes. So, and that that changes you as a, as a person, it changes you as a person, mm. and I guess I will be. And I know you are you are a role model to a lot of people. Maybe you might not know it. Okay. I don't because know. you are. Because yeah. A person like me, 
and other thousands of people like me, like we look up to people like you and we get inspired and we say, mm-hmm. okay, one day I also want to be as successful as this person now. Yeah. What is it that we would like to tell the student or maybe a young person who looks up to you and say, maybe one day I want to be like that? Mm. Hey man, I don't see myself as a role model, but I'm happy. Yes, you are. Right now, I'm telling you, you yeah. have no choice. I'm telling you straight. Yeah, yeah. You are. Yeah, <laughs> you are. yeah look, uh, I'm humbled by that. Yes. Uh, to be honest, when uh, when I when we started or when I started this uh, thing, I didn't think uh, the main thing was not to be a role model. Uh, yes. Not I didn't think about it like that. Yes. I want to be a role model, but. Uh, uh, it just happens that you become a role model mm. for people and uh, it's good, I think it's a good thing. Uh, but uh, I would want to engage more with one young people, you know. Mm. Uh, so you must let me know where the young guys are. Yes. You know, I'm available, I can go and talk to them if they want any advice or anything. Uh, I'll be helpful with that. Okay. Yeah. So for right now, is there any project that Sedenza is working on that we don't know of that we should look out for? Uh, well, there is, uh, but I think you, you, you know, I'm trying <laughs> not to say much. You yeah, know? not yeah. to say much. Yeah. Until it happens, you see. Yes, yes. Because of the space that we're working in, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you have a lot of competition and all that. Yeah. So you don't want to say much until <laughs> that thing happens, you know. Until that yeah, thing. yeah, because <laughs> the business is a is a competition, unfortunately. Yes. Uh. Um, what are your last words? What are yeah. your last words? What is it that you would like to to tell the people, maybe about you, maybe about Sedenza, or maybe uh-huh. in business in general? What are your last words? Yeah. We are getting out of your office right now. Yeah. We will come back maybe in two or three months or in four months. What is it that you would like to tell people? Right now. I would want to say to an entrepreneur out there, yes. uh, a young one that wants to start or hasn't started or is thinking of starting, you know, uh, please don't give up. Please, please, please don't give up. Start your thing, however small start it. Don't wait for funding. Funding will find you on the road on the way, on your journey, uh, but start, uh, don't give up, talk to yourself, pray about it, it will come. Mr. Lejahe, yeah. thank you sir, thank you. Hey,